Hello, my name is Chloe and welcome to season two, episode three of our podcast series, Living with Epilepsy, You Shouldn't Experience. This episode is called Social Support and Epilepsy. And later on, I will be joined by recent graduate Abigail Clifford, who is going to share some of her personal experiences with us. Um, But first, I wanted to briefly discuss different types of support and their importance. So first, for those living with epilepsy, social support plays a vital role in managing the challenges and promoting overall well-being. And as we know, epilepsy can have negative effects on many different aspects in a person's life, which can be emotional, psychological and social. There are four different types of social support that are typically emphasised within research as being significant and beneficial for people with epilepsy and their quality of life. The first one is emotional support. Emotional support from family members, friends and healthcare professionals is crucial for individuals with epilepsy. The unpredictable nature of seizures can cause anxiety, fear and uncertainty and having a strong support system can really help in managing these emotions, um, providing reassurance, understanding and empathy. Um, There are loads of pieces of published research available that have shown that emotional support positively influences psychological well-being self-esteem and overall quality of life for people with epilepsy. The second one is practical assistance. Um, Social support offers practical assistance which can positively contribute to the daily lives of individuals with epilepsy. This may include help with medication management, transportation to medical appointments um, or college or university, being assisted to and from classes or assistance during a seizure episode. Practical support from loved ones and community networks reduces the burden of epilepsy management, enhances independence and promotes a sense of normalcy. Um, The third one is information and education. Access to accurate information about epilepsy is essential for individuals to understand their condition and make informed decisions about their health. Social support networks provide opportunities for education and knowledge sharing, ensuring that people with epilepsy and their families have access to reliable resources. This information empowers individuals to participate actively in their treatment plans and advocate for their own needs. Um, The fourth and final one is peer support and sense of belonging. Um, Connecting with others who share similar experiences can be profoundly beneficial for individuals with epilepsy. Peer support groups, online communities and epilepsy organisations provide opportunities for individuals to share stories, seek advice and find a sense of belonging. The sense of community and shared experiences fostered in these settings reduce feelings of isolation and provide a platform for empowerment and advocacy. Um, Belonging to a peer support group can have a very positive impact on emotional well-being and quality of life. Um, So overall, 
social support plays an essential role in the lives of individuals with epilepsy by offering emotional, practical and informational assistance. The reassurance, understanding and sense of belonging provided by social support networks contribute to improved psychological well-being, self-esteem and overall quality of life for those living with epilepsy. Um, It is essential to recognise the importance of fostering and strengthening social support systems to enhance the well-being and resilience of individuals with epilepsy. Um, I think that is also important to mention that in last year's season, we discussed different types of support and how you can get them. In episode two of this year's season, which was hosted by our new student ambassador Freya, There is also information on different types of support that you can get from your college or university. So if you're interested in learning more about different types of support available to you, you can find previous episodes up on Spotify in our Talk Epilepsy podcast. A link to this can be found on Epilepsy Scotland's website by typing in Talk Epilepsy podcast. Now we welcome our guest, Abigail Clifford who is here with us today to talk about her friend from university who has epilepsy. Hello. Hi, Abigail. Um, so before you met your friend at university, did you know that much about epilepsy? No, I knew nothing. I was quite ignorant to what epilep- like people with epilepsy experience. Mm-hmm. I think I just had stereotypes in my head of what, probably, because I didn't know anyone with epilepsy before I met Emily. Mm-hmm. So I think I just had stereotypes in my head, like, they can't drive they are have seizures because of flashing lights Mm. like stuff like this so I was quite ignorant to what they experience and what like how everyone's different as well yeah I think some people can just like lump them into the one thing that it's flashing lights and they can't go to like concerts and stuff yeah absolutely in my head before I met Emily I think that's quite like a common stereotype yeah definitely and it wasn't until I met Emily that I learned a lot more about, like, I didn't know what absence seizures were before mm. I met her. I didn't know lots of things. And yeah. when was, like, the first, because obviously you two would have, like, became friends through studying and just naturally developed a friendship in that way, as you would it during your university experience. But when was the first time either Emily brought up the fact that she has epilepsy or just like the first conversation that you had about it with her? So I think um, at university I studied psychology and sociology so I think people that do that course have a knowledge of mental health issues and stuff like this and um, I think I was talking about my own experience and then um, Emily just opened up about her experiences of her mental health relating to her epilepsy and I ask questions anyway so which I think is a good thing if you have a friend with epilepsy you should ask them loads of questions and don't be like afraid to maybe think oh is that a stupid question because you're better to know than not know and then you don't know what to do in like a situation yeah exactly it's definitely it's absolutely you're right it's way better to ask questions because then you're one of the most prepared people in the room, aren't you? And mm-hmm. um, it's also just, I think it would feel nice for Emily as well to know that you're interested in her and 
any difficulties that she mm-hmm. might be experiencing in relation to her epilepsy. So um, I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. And also, was there any was there anything during like whilst you were in university was there anything like either that you observed yourself to be particularly difficult for Emily or anything Mm -hmm. that Emily had like expressed to you as a friend being like I'm finding this thing particularly difficult as a result of my epilepsy I think well at uni there was like a group of the four of us and Mm -hmm. I think whilst we were studying and stuff together I would be more aware of my surroundings and like making sure that Emily was okay with like the noise and like stuff that wasn't going to overwhelm her um when we had a lot of workload and like especially in like third and fourth year um um to like make sure that I think actually she was probably fine it just I was more like okay is she gonna be okay and that's why I asked like her a bit of paranoid yeah, yeah 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 um yeah that's good though because I think it means that you're like you're you you must have had so many conversations with her mm-hmm. and about what could have happened and mm-hmm. you know what the possibilities are in certain like anxiety feeling situations yeah. um, that it means that you then are almost like burdening yeah. that anxiety before I, I met her I didn't even know like what I would do if someone had a seizure like in front of me or whatever and I think I asked Emily like millions of times oh I know I've already asked you but like what would I do in this situation <laughs> or like what would I do if you if this happened to you um but you definitely should ask like questions or you won't know do you think that um not even just like with your friend Emily but like say whilst you were at university do you think that if somebody had a seizure whether it was like any any type Mm -hmm. of seizure Mm -hmm. do you think that you'd even just from the conversations you've had with Emily you'd be like quite like you'd be like well equipped to deal with it yeah yeah. that's really good yeah you must have had like quite a lot of conversations yeah yeah um and I'm glad that I've met her so that it's changed like my well, not changed my view, I didn't have a view on it, but, like, I've got knowledge now on what epilepsy is, and, like, I don't just have stereotypes in my head of what it, what is. Yeah, yeah, because you were saying earlier that um one of the things that you typically thought of when you thought about epilepsy before you met Emily was, like, flashing lights, mm-hmm. and that is a trigger, which mm-hmm. is, um of course, the main one, and it's, it's very mm-hmm. valid, ph- photosensitive epilepsy well- is... It's actually even taught me things like before I met Emily, I would post videos in my Instagram story of like flashing lights and stuff and I was at concerts, but now I've, I don't do that anymore. Or obviously trigger warning or stuff like this is like helpful to people that use social media and have like are sensitive to light, which everyone should do as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's always good, even if it's just like, whether it's like a message or mm-hmm. like something on their story beforehand is like a heads up that's so mm-hmm. good and I don't think that many people do that to be honest I mm-hmm. um, know that even from my personal um Instagram account that it's very rare I see any for most things actually not even just like strobe light or anything just mm-hmm. if there's any trigger warnings I think a lot of the time people often forget perhaps they just maybe in the 
excitement of posting something to yeah. social media they like just forget but yeah. I think that when it comes to things that are more mm-hmm. um important for people well, and their well-being it's... they put up trigger warnings for like mental health problems and like other things so they definitely should do it for yeah people who are sensitive to like and I was hoping you could tell me a bit more about like if you knew anything about the experiences that Emily had as a student with staff like do you recall what that was like and if they do you think it was Mm. like easy for them to get support or anything I don't know I feel like I remember being like annoyed at times (laughs) that uh, she didn't really get the support she needed but then also being like oh that's a good thing I can't really think of like specific examples but I definitely remember being like that's not good enough yeah (laughs) but also like like, oh that's right yeah yeah I think there was maybe a few stuff that weren't I don't know the right phrase like giving her not the benefit of the doubt but like were they weren't giving her I didn't think it was fair what Mm. they were giving her and I think they there should be more information for staff to know about epilepsy because they might have the same thoughts that I had before I met Emily yeah if they don't know anyone with epilepsy then I feel like you're not gonna read up about it and because before I met Emily I would have thought oh I don't need to know like but as I said, like it's quite ignorant. But I was like, oh, I don't need to know. Like I don't know anyone. Yeah. But, but yeah. So I remember being like angry, but also like, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So if so, there was like mixed experiences. Mm-hmm. And would you say that you think that like just if staff were like you said provided with more information, yeah, then that would be different. There would mm-hmm. perhaps be more positive experiences. Yeah. I think it's important to read up and stuff about anything that could cause you to like need extra help or need extra time or mm. um like it's important for lecturers and teachers and staff to to know all this um so they know the right approach to take if a student's coming to them like for help or for extra time like if it's needed absolutely and um one of the last things I'll bother you with I was hoping that you could also tell me a bit more about of course you two were friends although you met at university Mm -hmm. you were of course that means that you you made a proper friendship or you developed Mm -hmm. a proper friendship and you did you hang out like outside of university and Mm -hmm. if so did Emily's epilepsy limit any of the things that you could do together or like did they get fatigued or did they end up Mm -hmm. like what was their what was your more personal experience outside of yeah outside of university yeah we've done a lot we've done a lot together like um I think I don't know I think for me I we'd just done things that I would do with any friend like but I would just be more aware if she was tired or maybe a bit absent that I would ask like are you okay are you okay like I'll be like we don't need to stay out like we can leave whatever but um I think yeah we've been we've done loads of stuff outside of uni um yeah uh, we've even we've been clubbing which I didn't think was possible before I met Emily um 
which is like is that just because of like the lights and alcohol yeah. and things yeah. like this just because of everything i think the space you're in when you're when you're not when you're on a night out mm. i think it would just before i met emily just wouldn't have thought it was appropriate for someone with epilepsy yeah but then also with emily we've been to emily knows a lot of people in edinburgh um that run club nights and we've been to nights that are light free um which are still so fun and she has like access to ask people about these which i think is really important for for clubs and stuff to have nights that are inclusive for everyone and like people with epilepsy of course and it's um it's always good that if people feel comfortable enough to just message Mm -hmm. even if it's like one of the club's instagram Mm -hmm. pages and just be like oh i have photosensitive epilepsy Mm -hmm. like will there be strobe lights this evening or like will there like is it possible for their to not be strobe lights this mm-hmm. evening so that I can tend because like I really want to yeah and it, come and be in that space it's so not important to have that on your night like you'd rather be with all your friends and yeah include everyone like that's what's fun not having lights on absolutely so, yeah it's important we had um last year um we had Monica who was the manager of Mash House on who was speaking about uh night that was held in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and um, that was like what you were saying it was one of the nights that was promoted as epilepsy friendly Um, they put signs up on the night to encourage yeah. people to like talk to staff members there was a member of staff that had been trained with um the seizure care included yeah which was also really That's good. So important yeah. yeah yeah because not all first aid training includes seizure care yeah mm-hmm. so that's also important but there's yeah. also a lot of clubs also have like you know like the earplugs available mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't realize that if you have epilepsy you can also be overwhelmed yeah um and if you get overwhelmed in social settings like that you you know as you mm-hmm. i'm sure you know with emily you could have seizures mm-hmm. um but that's really cool actually that you could still that you know you originally had that mindset where you were like oh someone with epilepsy couldn't walk into a club yeah and And I did which I feel like so ignorant now too but I'm learning and I have learned so that's so good though yeah yeah yeah, that you've learned that from having a friend with epilepsy Mm -hmm. but also that you're like willing to learn and that you ask so many questions and that you're so focused on kind of like expanding your knowledge yeah. and making sure that you're getting all the information I think that's so important mm-hmm. if you have a friend with epilepsy I think mm-hmm. that's something that's so important yeah you just be open with them and make sure you're doing the right thing as you would with any friend like mm. uh, you want your friend to feel like safe in your company and stuff so yeah it's important to to be like that with them is there like other things that you and Emily would do like would you go to eat together or mm-hmm. go to coffee shops and things yeah. like this as well yeah outside of uni we would um study together and stuff mm. um yeah I think it's just making sure that she wasn't overwhelmed and then just making sure that like if she needed help I was there for her yeah for anything though not just for epilepsy obviously yeah 
just to like generally be like yeah. supportive friends mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and with the do you are you and Emily still quite close yeah I love her <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy I met her yeah mm-hmm. that's so nice yeah and she has a huge friendship base as well like um I think everyone's very uh aware of her epilepsy and it's probably the same as me like asks a lot of questions and and stuff and is she quite open about it yeah 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 definitely and lastly do you have any words of wisdom for students that have friends with epilepsy the most important thing is obviously ask questions don't be afraid like of silly questions because there are none uh another big thing is don't just assume that goes with the question asking but like don't just assume like for example oh they can't go out so I'm not gonna ask them to come out um be inclusive obviously um and do your own research read up about what causes seizures what like experiences people with epilepsy can have because they're all different and don't just lump all your assumptions into one friend because they are all different Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I just want to say I, I really appreciate you um, sharing your experiences with us for this podcast. I think that it'll be very helpful for people, especially students, to mm-hmm. hear from someone who's been a student mm-hmm. and who's been a student and has had a friend with epilepsy yeah. during that time. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you.